Back. Oh. G'day punters. Should be a good day. Hopefully we can find some winners. Hopefully. It'd be nice, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think we will. I think there's a few bit of value there at Ramwick. A bit of value at uh, Kemba. So mm. hopefully we can find uh, a couple of our best bets get home and then a couple of value plays just to top it up. Would be nice, mate. Uh, a few uh, a few pretty handy bets, I reckon, just going through the card. I'm not much of a Sydney, uh, Sydney man, but... Uh, I like a few that you're with. Okay, okay. well, that's good. That's always that's a good, good. start, isn't that's it? That's good, yeah. yeah. Well, we may as well get stuck in, hey? We're at Randwick. Uh, that's always a, a nice bonus. I much prefer Randwick over Rose Hill myself, but uh, I don't know about you, but, mate, we're kicking things off in the first with the two-year-olds. Coincide, four-round barber. Yep. Uh, eight units at $3.40. We took $4 earlier in the week. Yeah, I think he'll be winning. Um, I think he's really hard to beat. I'm a little bit disappointed that I didn't get the uh, $5.50 or $6 that was available earlier in the week. It was just that uh, usually I do the two-year-old race last because it's not usually a race that um, I'm keen to bet in. But this horse has got the form on the board. The main danger, Rockabilly uh, Rebel, she's she's quite smart, but it is trial form. Fleetwood Macca, he's been well... Oh, Fleetwood, sorry. Um, he's been well supported. But this horse just got the form on the board. He thought he was really good on debut. Um, that was over a 1,000 metres. That was behind Bar- Barber, who then went on to win the Golden Gift. Uh, and then last start in that Golden Gift, he was... He, he just didn't find the front, and it was a complete excuse. He's gone back to the trials. I uh, trot super. He'll go forward, and he will give them plenty to catch. Interesting you mentioned the money about Fleetwood, the Godolphin uh, two-year-old. There's a, a page on, on Twitter called Futures Punter. Um, he goes all right when it comes to tipping sort of all-in bets and futures bets, but I reckon if he doesn't have a flagged account, someone that's a keen follower of him has a, a flagged account because he, he put a tweet out on Wednesday once prices were out saying that he thought Fleetwood at $13 was overs, and I reckon about five minutes after it was into about 7 or $8. So um, could be a little bit of an overreaction there maybe with the money for it, but... Hopefully- uh, coincide, uh, coincide will start. He starts, has to start shorter than his current quote, I think. Yep. I think the big players will want to be with the horses that have the form on the board. Um, we'll just see Rockabilly Rebel and Fleetwood. They might be too good for us, but I'd prefer to be with this horse. Yep, the former round barber looks pretty good for a, a race where most of these are having their first start. We'll move on to the next one, mate. It's race four, horse seven, Mahagoni, who we've got a bit of time for. We've tipped him a few times uh in the strategy, we're having uh, we had four units at seven dollars, and we're topping up an extra unit at the current quote. So, um, mate, why can the David Payne Galloper get back in the winners' tour today? Yeah, the race doesn't set up all that well for him today, but uh, last start didn't set up well for him either, and he went very close. Um, I think Dylan probably didn't get on his bike early enough there because he had the best. I think he had the second best last. 400 metres of the day, and that was over 1,800 metres. It was a slowly run race, but um, you don't want horses to be still building on the line, so he was he was really strong through the line, and you want them to be sort of tapering off um, that final furlong. So I don't think they got to the bottom of him last start. This is his first go at 2,000 metres. Um, he's going to get back. It's, it will probably be a slowly run race again, uh, but that, that was a slowly run race last start, and he just sailed down the outside with... Uh, with Logan Street Lion, who had a cushy run in behind them. Uh, maps to probably get uh, a similar trail today, but uh, I just want to be on this horse with Dylan having that experience on him last start. Fair enough, mate. Uh, next bet of the day comes up in race seven. It's the first leg of the quaddy for the quaddy players there at Randwick. Uh, we're backing two horses in this race. We'll start with, I suppose, the 
I'll start. We'll just go uh, number order. Okay. Number three, uh, Medina. Uh, we we locked in thirty four dollars earlier in the week. Where we've had two units, and I think it comes down to twenty one dollars today. But this horse, the last start winner, and knocked us off a couple of weeks ago when Norm won at big big odds. Yeah, well, I just think she. I just think the market completely forgot about her. Um, she put the riding on the ball board. Her first two runs this preparation, then third up, she found the right trail, and and she she proved too strong. Uh, that was she just started about twelve dollars there, and then last start she was tried in in black type company, and she just. Absolutely had no luck. It was a complete excuse. Uh, comes back to 1,400 metres. The map isn't ideal for her, but I just thought at $34, I just wanted to have something on her. Um, and then also in the race, uh, uh, we're having something on Nothing Sweet About Me. I, I think she's the overs in the race as well. She was really good first up behind our Medina. Then she was a complete excuse last start. So we're just backing two that, are, that were complete excuses last start. I think they're over the odds on their best form and... Uh, if we have any luck, uh, they're both going to be hard to beat. Nothing sweet about me is the one that'll find the front and, and give a good kick. Yep. Mate, while we're on that race, uh, for the punters that sort of follow the, the full previews that we've put out, uh, you've made Banana Queen your lay of the day. Um, talk us through sort of, she's won the last two starts, I suppose, for a, a mug punter out there that, that sees that winning form, good form, and uh, talk us why you don't necessarily want to be with the, the informed mare. Yeah, she's going well. Uh, but I, I just can't get her as short as she is. See, this morning, yesterday when I, I did that preview, she was around $3.20. I can see that some places are offering somewhere around $4.80 today. So she's already been a big drifter. I expect her to drift. I can't get her anywhere um, near the top of the market just because she just doesn't have any figures on the board that suggest that she could win this race with the weight that she's got. She's got 57.5. She's um, coming up from benchmark 72 grade. But I just think that... Personally, I think that she's over the odds, uh, under the odds, considering what she's put on the board. I know she's won two in a row. I know they've looked good, uh, but the clock doesn't really lie. So we're just going to lay her today. Yep, I like it. Okay, beautiful. Uh, race nine, mate. The next one, a horse I've got a bit of time for myself. She did a bit of her racing up in Queensland and out of Chris Waller's uh, Gold Coast stable. She's at the ultimate tease, but she's the gift, mate. Uh, we've had two dollars at twenty, uh, two units at twenty six dollars, I should say. Uh, she's going pretty well this prep without winning. Yep. So she's another one that I I don't think she's a good thing or anything, but I have a marked around nine dollars. I think she's a touch of overs. Uh, she was really good at Gosford um, behind Deny Knowledge. She she covered extra ground and she hit the line strongly. Uh, that's good form for this. And then last start she was tried at two thousand metres for the first time and she worked to find outside the leader and she just didn't finish off the race. So two thousand metres, we'll put a pen through that because that was. Um, uncharted territory really so back to a mile that suits and i reckon she can bounce back from the low draw beautiful mate uh we've got one more from randwick and it's in the last horse 14 diamond dealer uh four units at nine dollars we had uh, the three at the nine dollars and we've topped up the extra unit this morning so uh mate this horse uh going well enough as well 
Yeah, so I think the um, the top two in the market are, are short enough, Norito and Pocare Kare. They're both uh, strong winning chances, and I, I really do think there's only three chances in the race. Uh, this one's the, the value in the race for mine. She's got a good winning record. She's won four from about nine starts. Uh, last start, she uh, sat outside the lead at Canterbury. That was on a heavy surface, so I, I'd expect her to regress slightly from that, but uh, it was good. She's on an upward trajectory. Uh, she'll go forward. I think she can control the race with no weight on her back with Jenny Duggan in the saddle and she can give him plenty to catch. Fingers crossed, mate. Hopefully it's just jump lead and win from barrier one with the, uh, the claimer on board, hey? That'd be nice. Beautiful. That's it from Randwick. We've got a couple of bets at, uh, at the Gong, Kembla Grange there today. We'll start off with race five, horse number eight, Carolina Fire. Uh, five units at $9 this morning. We locked in 12 earlier in the week. Uh, was this the horse that we got at a massive price the other day? Uh, yeah, I think this horse, I think she was about 100 to 1 into $21. We, we started taking that 100 to 1. Um, I just think that she is going okay. She's going okay. She's got a couple of numbers um, from her previous campaigns that would have her well and truly right in the finish here. Uh, she had 333 days between runs. Uh, she did plenty of work first up at Wyong, so we can be forgiving of that. She needed that run, and then she went to uh, Warwick Farm, and that's when she was specced in the market. That was 1,400 metres. Uh, Molly Burke was in the saddle. She led, uh, and she just didn't quicken like a, a fit horse. Like, a, like Molly probably waited for them to get to her and then she was on heels late so we can be slightly forgiving of the margin but with Jeff Penzer going on today I think that they'll take up the running they'll take complete control of the the race she's had that second up run now so she can strip fitter they can um, apply the pressure a little bit further out hopefully get them off the bit and she's going to give them plenty to catch fingers crossed uh, the best of the day at, uh, at Kembla comes up in race six it's horse number two Otilly. Uh, we're also having one unit on coincide all up Otilly as well um, but mate this horse a, a last start winner at uh, at Tari before that fifth behind Mobstar at, uh, at Wyoming and Mobstar finished eighth in the in a Magic Millions race on the uh, on Thursday in the syndicate behind the likes of Centifire, 11-11, Scalapini. That form looks all right for a race like this. Yeah, so uh, she was expected to win at Wyong two back. Um, I think she was like $3.20 into $2.80, and she was, I, I would suggest, disappointing. Yep. Um, then they put the tongue tie on her last start, and she went to Tari. She let him up. Uh, she quickened at the right time. She had a big drop-off in that final furlong, so she can strip fitter. So I think the tongue tie, maybe she got, was getting her tongue over the bit. She's been a dis little bit disappointing, this preparation, um, until last start when she bounced back to her best. Mm. She'll go forward. She'll put herself on the speed and she will if she can produce what she did last out at Tari, uh, she's very hard to beat the only concern is stepping up to 1400 metres but she doesn't have any 1400 metres, she hasn't, she hasn't gone beyond 1300 metres so I can't be too negative about the 1400 for her yep, perfect, hopefully uh, we can make it back to back wins hey? uh, one more to go there at Kembla Grange, comes up in race number 7, it's horse 10 Isla uh, mate, this horse, we've, we've got a bit of a price about her. I think we got 11 or $12 and into $8 now. Uh, probably a little bit 
a little bit of meat on the bone still, you think? Yeah, I think uh, I think she's hard enough to beat. I think there's only two chances in the race, Charity Spirit um, and this girl. I probably have Charity Spirit mark favourite, as the market does, but this girl uh, is a clear second top pick. She's been to 1,900 metres now. Uh, she won well at Wyong three back and then was a forgive run behind Master Copy. Last start, she bounced back 1,000 years as a promising staying type. Uh, she's well in Class 1 set weight, so she's going to go forward. She's going to make her own luck. Uh, the favourite, Charity Spirit, she's drawn awkward. Not sure what they do on her. If they go forward, uh, I, I'd prefer them to go back from that wide draw. But um, this girl's going to be on the speed, making her own luck, and she's going to be hard to beat when the other one might be getting out the back and um, not having the best of luck. So I think uh, I think Isla's the best player in the race. When you say that you'd like them to go back from the wide draw, is that if you were going to be backing her, you'd like them to go back? Or as someone who's on the, the main opposition, you'd like them to go back? You don't necessarily want to see them put it in the race early. Yeah, I don't want to see a change of tactics from Charity Spirit. Because if she, um, if Isla if leads and Charity Spirit lands outside us, she's probably going to be, be too good for us in the run home. But yep. um, if Isla leads and the other one goes back and has a bit more to do, four or five lengths yeah, that, that'd be nice. But we'll see yeah. how it plays out. Beautiful. That's uh, that's all from the strategy on Saturday, mate. Did you want to touch on any of the early mail runners for Sunday while we're here, or uh, just leave it at the Saturday? No, nah, just leave it at the leave Saturday. Saturday. Uh, Keep just waiting. Yeah, yeah, wait. Oh, we, we've, we've sent them out, so they, they went yeah. out yesterday, yeah. so yep. they're there. But um, yeah, Wyong and Goulburn. There's a little bit of rain forecast, um, so I haven't like I haven't. I've got a few more that are on my my radar, yep. um, pending track on conditions. So. Yeah, so the, I've, I've only really sent out ones that are actually going to handle the wet surface yep. um, if it does come, and they're going to be okay on top of the ground as well. Yep. So um, just wait for track conditions tomorrow, and then we'll get stuck in. Yep. Feature racing back next Saturday. Uh, I think we've got the Expressway, the Canterbury, uh, the Widden Stakes, so maybe keep an eye out in the in the members group as well. Yeah, some, can't wait. That'll be good. Yeah, there's, maybe we'll... There's not much really to... I suppose usually we try and do the, the feature races for a competition, but this week it's probably like a benchmark 60 at Randwick and a benchmark 88 at Mooney Valley. So yeah, we'll like bring that. some comps back. Um, yeah. We'll bring some comps back next week. We've got plenty happening, so yeah. it's a good time sure to be a member's only. King's Gambit's meant to go around, I think. So. Yeah, well, he's a pretty nice horse. Can't yeah. wait to see him back. Yep. Thanks, Bunners. Thanks, Bunners. Good one, Nick. I'm going to go record my video and then I'm going to go get a coffee. Do you want a coffee? Uh, yeah, right.